I'm Cassandra. And I'm Bailey. And you're listening to Coffee, Spooks, and Murder. Okay, here we go. Welcome, everyone. So how Bailey and I are going to be rolling out these episodes is... We're going to take turns. Mm -hmm. We're not going to tell each other what we're working on, what we're researching, and what we're going to present to each other because we want it to be, like, all the, like, real feels and scary. Mm -hmm. If we do murder, the chills, we want it to be real, Mm -hmm. even though I'm sure her and I both have, like, listened to a lot of murder. (laughs) Yes. Um, But do you get, like, an eerie feeling when you're by yourself? I get an eerie feeling. I don't like being home alone. It just, it, I don't know what it is. I don't know if I got it from, like, my mom. We grew up with, like, knowing about, like, if you hear something, you have to pray. Or if you read Psalm 91, like, that's what we grew up with. Mm -hmm. And so when I'm home by myself, I get, like, uneasy. I don't like it. So that's why every time you come into my house, like, today... I didn't have it, but like literally five minutes before you guys walked in, I had music playing. Yeah. We have our Alexa in our kitchen, and I have that on the time, like all the time. Even when we leave in the morning, I have my radio on. Yeah. So when I come home, I have music to come home to. Yeah. Because it just <laughs> gives me awful chills, and and it doesn't matter. Like it could be my mom's house, I don't hear music. It could be my sister's, your guys's house. Like if I'm like by myself, or if I hear nothing, I like, I get freaked out. I I get that. I'm I'm weird. Like. I find myself, if I'm home alone, I'm like, I want to watch a scary movie right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then I scare myself. There's been times where I convince myself that there is a ghost in the room with me. Oh my god. Like, you know that video where she's recording on the computer and the curtain <gasps> in the back starts moving? And she runs and Yes. <laughs> is that you? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I've, I've legit made, like, legitim. Legitimately? Yeah. I'm not even going to (laughs) try. Being terrified once in my life. And it, like, haunts me to this day of when I was home alone. I... I didn't even think it was a ghost. I thought that I was going to get kidnapped. Oh, my God. (laughs) And it was... Well, you said you don't like being home by yourself. Like, if, like, my brother's out of town and it's just you and the baby, like, you don't like being by yourself, right? Like, you always get scared, like, there's going to be an intruder? I don't, I think that's more like a lonely thing. Like, no. I just don't like to be alone. <laughs> I know I'm getting you for but, Christmas. I'm going to get you that boyfriend pillow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Actually, I'm like, I'm trying to sell some of my baby stuff. And I went down to my basement yesterday and I found my pregnancy pillow. And I was like, oh, I don't need it. Like, I spent 100 bucks on it. And I was like, no, I'm just kidding. It's my <laughs> Save pillow. Save that shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> Save it. I'm like, yeah, if my all goes off to work, I'll at least have my pillow. I don't really get scared home alone unless, you know, scary shit happens. I get more lonely, and then I'm like, oh, I'm lonely. And then I'll put on a scary movie to, like, (laughs) get my heart pumping. You're so brave. (laughs) Me, I'm, like, playing Disney on 24-7. I'm like, oh, what's on Disney? (laughs) You're brave. I know, but I, like, I do it to myself. I give myself anxiety. (laughs) But, yeah, I'm... I don't know. I feel like if my house was haunted, I would have a lot of fun in it. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be cool to like 
talk to a ghost. Yeah. Just be like, hey. That's, that's why I had my daughter. I'm never alone. Boo. Like, yeah. I'm coming in the room. Yeah. No way. Okay. Bailey wants us to go one day to record at mm-hmm. one of the haunted places where we live. Yes. And there's one place. It's called Devil's Playground. And it's just on the outskirts of Calgary. And um, all it is is basically it's like these little kids who had burnt alive in a school with a nurse. Yeah. And I guess every time you drive by there, your car lights go crazy. Um, Some people's carbs break down. Some people, like, experience some stuff. Mm -hmm. What I'm afraid of... (laughs) Is not only will I know you want to do it at nighttime. Oh, well, you have to. <laughs> How do you know your lights go out if it's daytime? Oh, close your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> close your eyes, Bailey. It's fine. Um, is that I get so worried. And because, once again, this is something that was, you know, taught to us when we were little, is that when you play with that stuff, sometimes that stuff sticks with you. And then it can follow you home. And I am so not for that. <laughs> we we can do a sage bath. Uh, on yeah. The way. We'll have to do like a sage soak. Like, yes. <laughs> just yeah, exactly. I just need to like just stop and like soak myself in sage. I also feel like to get some real ghost action, we have to separate. <gasps> <laughs> Are you trying to traumatize me? Well, we won't go far. Okay. <laughs> when you say far, in my mind, I'm thinking me here on mm-hmm. one side of the wall. Yeah. And you on the other side of the wall. Not in another room, right? <laughs> oh, like across the room? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just lightly grazing fingertips. <laughs> Just, uh... <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I think the more we talk about it, mm-hmm. I think I'll build up more and more confidence. Okay. And I'll build more nerve. Mm-hmm. But right now, we may just have to do, like, a drive-by. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just show you, Bailey, this is the house. This is what it is. Yeah, 12 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> this is what's going on. Driving by at, like, 100 miles <laughs> Did you see it? It's 60 kilometers. Did you see it? Did you see it? Guys, go. (laughs) Yeah, I think once we do more and we Mm -hmm. talk about more, because, you know, this podcast isn't just about murder. It's also about spooks. And I really, super weird, Mm -hmm. but I really love talking about spooky stories and about, like, the spirits. And I love about, like, spirituality and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't watch scary movies, but I can definitely 100% talk about them yeah. <laughs> i could talk about them haunted houses for some reason just freak me out mm-hmm. i don't know i think it's just stuff that i haven't really let myself experience mm-hmm. but for you and this podcast and for our listeners i will try to build up the nerve to go to some i was traumatized at a sands hotel okay house girl when you ain't making it easy <laughs> It traumatized me to the point where now I'm obsessed with it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. My mom pushed me into the cages. What? And let the... Because there was actors, and they were in cages, and they were like, ah, shaking the cages. And as a joke, I my aunt and my mom pushed oh my me God. and my cousin <laughs> into the actors, <laughs> which you're not supposed to do. <laughs> it's a no-touch zone. Yeah. We were like... Eight or nine, I'm going to say. It Holy was, cow. Yeah. 
it was horrible. I think we left crying because oh I my remember God. they gave us candy. They probably felt so bad for you guys. Yeah, and it was <laughs> it was our mom's fault. <laughs> They're laughing while you guys are oh, traumatized yeah. in the corner eating candy. Oh yeah. Oh my god. It gosh. was awful. But yeah, it's like one of those things where like I'm traumatized and now I'm ready to traumatize myself more. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I like your logical thinking. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting. I'm like Batman getting over my fears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what happened with paranormal activity. It was the worst experience of my life. I don't know if my brother's experienced anything. I don't know. He gets freaked out talking about it. I think I brought it up last time we were talking, how one of our first dates, we were just like driving down the back roads. Mm-hmm. And we stopped and parked the truck and it, the lights were on facing a field like a Aww. big empty like we really scared him oh my god and we, that's what we were doing we were just like telling ghost stories and he's like out of the blues like we have to go i'm like what he's like we have to go right now i'm freaking myself out <laughs> <laughs> so i was like oh, okay i think if he were to have sean here i think he'd be able he'd be able to talk about it sean has some stories that happened to him yeah and we can have them on and we can just talk about it the the one thing that actually freaks me out looking in mirrors and doing like like oh, Bloody Mary yes. or like uh, Candyman mm-hmm. or things like that. Oh, that terrifies me because, um, I don't know if I should say this, I did mushrooms once oh my God. and I looked in the mirror. Oh my God. And I scared myself really bad. So now I like cannot say scary stuff in the mirror. <gasps> <laughs> that's where my head first went because I was super anxious and like, <gasps> that's like, I was like looking in the mirror and then. My brain was like, oh, don't think about it, don't think about it. And then I was like, oh, what if I said Bloody Mary three times right now? <laughs> You're like, how many times did I say it? How many times? Does it count if I say it in my head? <laughs> He's just tripping balls. Yeah. Looking yeah. at your reflection, like, did you say it, bitch? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, things in scary movies where the mirror looks back at you. Mm-hmm. Oh, over the episodes, I'm, we're mm-hmm. going to talk about that stuff. Well, yeah. do you want to show us your presentation for today's yes. first episode of Books? <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm so excited. So, mine is more of like a location. To me, one of the scariest places in the world that are man-made are catacombs. I so, think of like if there's a zombie apocalypse, don't go there. No. Don't go there. Well, a lot of places say that some of the catacombs are the gateway to hell. No one can know how deep they go. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, in this, I'm going to go over the history and, you know, this is the haunted Paris catacombs. So, some history. Mm -hmm. The catacombs in Paris, they were built in the 13th century. So, this would have been the Middle Ages. Um... They were originally made to, you know, collect the limestone, and that's what made Paris into Paris. And because Paris grew so fast, they built, like, a cemetery in the middle of the town, and this began to overflow. So the cemetery in the middle of Paris is called the Cemetery of Innocence. I'm not even going to try and say it in French. (laughs) I I cannot help you there. (laughs) I have already translated it all. Um, Okay. So this is one of the oldest and largest cemeteries in Paris. 
So the first bodies were buried there in the 12th century. So these are, this is an old, old cemetery. Mm -hmm. Lots of spirits. Yeah. And it started off as like a nice graveyard with, you know, the proper burial plots and Mm -hmm. headstones, things like that. Um, But like I said, when the city grew, the place to put dead, you know, there was like an outbreak of leprosy epidemic at the time. Yes. It was that that time. Yes. One town got it, one city, and Mm. the whole city got it. Um, So they started to put mass graves into the cemetery with 1,500 bodies per pit. Ooh! Yeah. Just, like, crowding. Yeah. You would literally die, they'd put you in a wheelbarrow, and then some guy would dump you in a pit. Shit, no wonder it's haunted. I would be pissed. (laughs) I'd be like, bitch! Oh my you just god. threw me with a stranger? Yeah. I'm going to come haunt you. <laughs> oh, my God. And, of course, like, mass graves are not cleansed. Like, no. Cleansed, so. That's, like, even more diseases in there. In the, Could you imagine, like, you're walking downtown Calgary, oh and you're like, oh. Oh, yeah. Baby, uh, Bailey doesn't know how to say Calgary. Oh, yeah. Cal- <laughs> Calgary. Calgary. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> downtown Calgary. Calgary. <laughs> um, just walking in the middle. Yeah, but... Just this, have, like, fucking, like, a corpse of just cough leprosy in your face? Well... <laughs> <laughs> this is <Yeah>. disgusting. <laughs> I don't know if you watched the It movie. Have you um... No. No. <laughs> no. There's... Yeah, the, the animation in that movie, like... It was a really good movie, but it was, like, super cheesy. The is it the remake? Yes. Okay, I've watched the second one. Is that, is that, I think, no, because it would have been. It, there's It and It too. Yeah, it would have been the first one when they were okay. kids. No, because yeah. that's when he likes, like, oh, come here, Georgie, come play with me, Georgie. No, yeah. I didn't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, like, Eddie, the guy that's, like, scared of diseases. Yeah. And so his, like, It was a leper. I just picture that. <laughs> I'm going to have to YouTube it. I don't know. Maybe that's, like, super insensitive. Sorry. People will never see. I don't know. It's like, that bitch, Bailey, they're on yeah. episode one. They're like, making our feelings. Canceled. <laughs> Cancel our show. Cool. Sorry, go ahead. Yes. So, uh, People at that time, they still built houses around the cemetery. Like, the city was growing. Yeah. Um, I wrote a note on guessing the really poor people. <laughs> Because mm. could you imagine the smell? Well, they used to, so back mm-hmm. in that day, back in that century, mm-hmm. they did not, so for the longest time, a lot of people thought water, you could not shower. Like, water was unpure. And, like, there was so many people, and I think that's why there was a lot of diseases, too. Yeah. And plus, they would, like, throw their urine okay. and their, like, poop out the window. Mm-hmm. And it was very, very gross and like obviously diseases are going to grow because you have like your feces Mm -hmm. on there plus you have animal feces everywhere yeah very unsanitary and i'm guessing probably not a lot of shoes yeah or like sandals and like i've never seen less miserable miserables whatever yeah (laughs) i'm sorry to the people who speak french yes we are canadian but we all don't speak french yeah Okay. Miss Mr. Albs. I don't know. <laughs> but it was about poor people, and it was about, like, around that time. Yeah. And there was a lot of poor people. Mm-hmm. They would poo into a bucket, 
and throw it out the window and there would be a crap river there would be like you just don't walk in the crap river no and it used to go into the ocean yes probably into the drinking water probably into these mass graves like i can just imagine yeah so you know people were building their houses around here there was hotels built around here Mm -hmm. and i have more history paris about 50 million years ago used to be swampland um this is where the catacombs come into play in 1770 it had rained so hard in paris that the cellars of people's houses in basements of a hotel exploded with dead bodies. Oh my word. In their basement, <gasps> flooding in. Could you imagine just being like, oh, Jacob, go get me some, like, like <laughs> cans of tomatoes downstairs, yeah. and all of a sudden, bam, you have, like, dead people coming into your basement? Oh my god. I, yeah, I wrote, I get pissed when I find a hair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, (laughs) maybe this is normal for the people in Paris. Like, I'm assuming if you live next to, like, a mass grave, like, you're okay with dead bodies. Did they know? Do you know if they knew that they were being built around this? And, like, there was that many people being buried? Oh, it was the smell. Oh, could you imagine just, you have shit, pee, you have dead corpses. Oh, no wonder it's stuck. And it's such a beautiful place. The Eiffel Tower, like, just the beautiful streets, the pebble stone roads mm-hmm. and everything. Like, I can just imagine how beautiful it was. Covered in dead bodies. Like, that's the thing with Canada is I feel like we're such a, like, we're not a new country, but we don't have, like, the things in Europe where there was a black plague and, you know, I could, like, stand on some old stairs and be like, oh, this is, like, the same as it was. Yeah. In we have like, a darker history. Um, this happened. People were outraged, obviously, because, mm-hmm. you know, dead bodies in your basement, not the best. Oh, um, the church, though, they love the cemetery because every time that someone was buried in there, they got a little bit of money. Of course. Um, so they were not ready to give up the cemetery. Mm. They were like, whatever, you know, you know, keep them in your basement. What's the difference? <laughs> You had a wall between uh, the dead bodies and you. Now it's just you're sharing a room. (laughs) But, yeah, because the city was built on top of a swamp. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, they just kept leaking in and causing damage. And I'm sure that's not good for your foundation. Um, Not good for your health. No wonder people were getting sick left, right, and center. Yes. So that happened in 1770. Damn. It wasn't until 1780 that King Louis succeeded in closing the cemetery wow and that was one of his big goals and people were really happy when that happened (laughs) (laughs) i think a lot of people would be happy about that yeah (laughs) it was like yes let's do it (laughs) you're the greatest (laughs) um so with them being closed that still didn't get rid of the massive problem of thousands and thousands of dead bodies still in that pit um so it took six years before they started emptying the pits. Wow. Do you know how long it took to empty the pits? How long? Twelve years. That many? Yeah. That long? Yeah. That's how many dead people were in there? There was between six to seven million bodies. <gasps> Get out. I'm going to have to Google this pit. Yeah. 
Oh my god, Kiki, talking. I'm just gonna Google it while you're talking. Um, That's insane. Yes. What? So they had, you know, moved over 12 years, moved six to seven million bodies, oh, and shit. they decided to move them into the catacombs. A little area for them. Okay. Yes. Underground. Um. So, once the bodies were moved, it started to become the French Revolution. Um, so, the dead were just buried directly into the catacombs at this time. So, yeah. all those, I don't know my history, but all those, you know, beheaded guys that had the guillotines. Mm-hmm. So, there's pretty famous people down there. Oh, um, okay. yeah. I have a... So, at the time, they were just tossed in there, you know, just like the mass graves. They, oh. But later on, they were rearranged into a more Roman-type burial. So oh. if you look up pictures, like when you, if you go into the catacombs, the Paris ones, yeah, there is like a center pillar thing made up of skulls. Oh. Like human skulls. And you can go in there and see that. Like the walls. What? The entire walls are made of skulls. They're all... Oh, yes, yes. I've seen mm-hmm. those in movies. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yes, yes. This is it, right? Yes. Okay, if we have a social page... We'll put that on there. We'll put that on there. Yes. But could you imagine... How scary would that be? I know. Well, just to like... Well, I think it would be more fascinating. Like, that wall is a... That's a lot of people. Well, there's six million people down there. Like, damn. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, Um, it literally is like you basically have created walls. And created rooms. And that is only part of it because over there are over 200 miles of underground tunnels under the streets of paris and out of those 200 miles only under two miles are open to the public they say that it's that there's actually people that live in there oh yeah like Like, cave people i'll get into that there is oh yeah okay sorry i'm jumping ahead you go ahead there yeah, the two miles that right now open to the public, it's a big tourist attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, you pay money, they go, you, you know, do the two miles, you come out, they tell you stories, things like that. Yeah. Um, but there are people called cataphiles. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote, um, what? <laughs> uh, what is that? Yeah, I'm like, why would I want to be called a cataphile? What's that? Um, but they are individuals that have mapped or memorized um, over 300 entry points. Wow. Um, of places underground not used by the public. Wow. Um, so these tips are shared only by word of mouth hmm. um, or provided visual tips to look out for when walking through the forbidden parts of the catacombs. So it's a super underground community of yeah. cataphiles. And it's literally like in the movies. You know, you go into a street mm-hmm. sewer thing yeah, to get access. Or I've seen some, like, you go through, like, a cave to get in. Wow. That's um, like National... Have you seen that National Treasure movie with Nicholas Cage? Yeah. <laughs> they go from the basement of a church. Yes. And they're, like, the library in the church, and they, like, open... They push a button, and it, like, opens this, like, stairway case to go in there. Yeah. To find treasure or an answer. Yeah. The rolling boulder. <laughs> um, That's crazy. They have a whole community of this. Like, like yes. a whole, like, people who are, like, obsessed with this. Yep. And they, they're 
goal is to go down there, try and map it out. So it's ridiculous down there. Um, I like, guess... I wonder if people get lost. So, the dangers... Of... Oh, sorry. I'm, like, I'm like no, jumping ahead. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I want to do... No, no, no. You're right on. Um, so, I went deep into a dive on Reddit. Okay. Um, to try and get, like, personal experiences of, like, yeah. these cataphiles. So, they are saying there's no service, there's no light... Um, and like you were saying, people run into some shady characters down there. Mm. Like I was reading, um, some people who they ran into like people living down there, Yeah. homeless people living down there. Um, it's Reddit. So who knows if these stories are true? Yeah. Definitely believe homeless people probably live down there. A hundred percent. Um, but there was a story of uh, a group of cataphiles. They were going through there and they had walked past an empty room with, like, people in black robes doing, like... Ritual stuff. Yeah. There there are stories of people go down there and they hold movie screenings. What? Yeah, like, super private... Like a higher-class movie premiere? Like a high-class going down there? Or is it just random people going down there? I don't know, like, I think it's just very, like, has to be so exclusive, right? Yeah, I would think so. But they go down there, what? they, yeah, like, police had gotten, like, a tip, and there was, like, movie screens set up and stuff. What the and heck? And then when they had gone in there, everything was removed. Wow. Yeah, so they do, like, theaters and things like that, and. That's crazy. Could you just imagine me like, oh, yeah, you want to come with me Friday night? We're going to go watch this movie. Oh, yeah. where is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, it's a secret. Like, I don't know. Blindfold. I, <laughs> I feel like it's like those one percenters that, like, drink baby blood. Like, <laughs> Be young forever. Yeah. <laughs> that's scary. Yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> oh, my God, that's scary. Um, but, like, other dangers is getting lost. Mm-hmm. Um, I can imagine. Yeah, no surface, no light. Um, there's the risk of collapse. Um, there's a risk of drowning. There's lots mm. of flooding down there. Um, oh, one of my scary ones is getting stuck in small spaces. So, <gasps> Sean would do horrible. Yes. Some it's of, yeah, some of the people who have gone down there report that you have to literally, like, breathe everything in your body out. Oh, no. And to get through these, like, small crevices. And not only are you just going through small spaces, like, I was watching some videos, and there are bones scattered on the ground, so you're crawling, like, army crawling over these ancient remains to get into a new... Into a new room. Yeah. Yes, so getting stuck in small spaces. Hypothermia. And I can imagine it's probably pretty cold down there. Yes. Um, I didn't write it down what it was. <laughs> but it it's was, cold. It was cold. <laughs> I think it was like minus 10, but I could be like completely wrong. <laughs> Just guessing. Um, Relax, then, everybody. It's our first episode, okay? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I'm not a fact checker. <laughs> I make PowerPoints for the aesthetic. <laughs> um, and then the obvious slip trips and falls mm-hmm. which could you know if you break your leg down there ems isn't getting down there no soon. you have to like crawl your way out especially if you're by yourself yes how so horrifying that is one of the things that the catalyst or cataphiles um really made clear they said if you're going down there make sure you go down there 
as a group. Oh, okay. Um, and bring enough provisions and water and food. Yeah. Well, they look um, out for each other. Yes, because some scary stuff happens down there. Um, oh, and then something else cool about them, though. The walls of the catacombs mm-hmm. where people have entered, they are covered with graffiti. Like, some of them are nice artwork. Oh, know. okay. So some like, of them... Is it nice? Yeah. Or, like, do you have those punks that are like, yeah, gang life? Oh, definitely have some punks. Oh, that's so sad. Um, but that is how you know you're getting deep into the catacomb is when oh. you no longer see the graffiti on the wall. So we're, you just oh. remember that because we're going to go into okay. some spooky stuff. Okay, we're remembering that. Past graffiti, you're deep. Okay, yeah. got it. Um, so now that you know all about the catacombs mm-hmm. and how dangerous they are and how scary they are without mm-hmm. any ghosts. Yes. Um, and without the 7 million people down there, you know, looking at you, um, we're going to get into some ghost stories about them. <gasps> Buckling in. Yes. So the first kind of ghost story that I found is called Talking Walls, which is a legend specific mm-hmm. to the Paris catacombs. So the legend says that if you are inside of the Paris catacombs after midnight, the walls begin to speak. So the disembodied voices will try and persuade you to venture deeper and deeper into the catacombs until you cannot find your way out. Damn. Just trap you in there and trap your soul. Yeah. So. That's scary. That is terrifying. And I think it could totally be true because I could just imagine being down there. Like, I'm claustrophobic. Yeah. (laughs) And I could not imagine being in a cave, walking around, you gotta think there's no sound there's nothing like it's literally just you your breath Mm -hmm. these walls that are made of people yeah and how easy it'd be to turn around and i don't know i would panic and probably start running it's a maze down there right that's yeah exactly it's a huge maze you can go you know miles down somewhere and then all of a sudden it's you know collapsed and you can't go any farther or and you get that what is it um you get the it's not cabin fever but you start like seeing shit yeah well have you ever been in like a completely dark room no no i don't know i have a tv on (laughs) (laughs) i have two children we have a nightlight yes okay well (laughs) i've been um in the forest like when we go camping Mm -hmm. and it's pitch dark yes that stuff freaks me out. Your, what is it? Your your um, senses heighten. You could start hearing stuff, or mm-hmm. like you could start talking to yourself in your head and think yeah. it's outside. Mm. The mind it purposely plays tricks on you, but that's just one of the legends that go with the catacombs. That <sighs> I could so totally see people going crazy down there. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Especially if you're you get lost mm-hmm. and then you start panicking and you can just see it. Like I'm just picturing movies of yes. people being lost. They made a movie about the Paris catacombs. Um, I think it was called as above. So below. Mm. Um, and it was like they ventured so deep into it that they found hell. Oh wow. Is what the, was, yeah. Yeah. Um, what would you do if you saw like, all of a sudden, you're, like, going around, and it's just, like, pitch dark, and then all of a sudden, you see this red flame in the distance. Oh, my God, like a <laughs> candlelight, and there's, like, yeah. a down. Oh. 
and no, that would. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like a possum. I'm dead. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm dead. I'm oh dead. Oh my god, <laughs> that stuff scares me so bad. Cause like, I don't know if like I went down there and there's people in like you were lost and you just see people in like black robes chanting. Would you go ask them for help? <laughs> be like, um, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, Google Maps said I took the wrong left. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like we're gonna eat you now. <laughs> Like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that is awful. That is why I am terrified of catacombs. Ooh. Um anyways, so next we're gonna talk about a man named Philbert. Um Philbert. I'm not even gonna attempt to say his last name. It's A P S A I R T Absrate. <laughs> it's French. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I'm not even going to attempt yeah. that either. So, sorry, Philbert. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> any French-speaking people out there? Yeah. Please, uh, please let us know. Please just send a recording of you saying it. <laughs> that would be wonderful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Don't yell at us. Yeah. <laughs> so, during the French Revolution, a man named Philbert, he was the doorman at Val de Grace Hospital um, on a mission to fetch some booze. From the cellar, Mm -hmm. Philbert became lost and ended up entering the catacombs. Mm. Um, He was walking around pitch black with a single candle. It's rumored that Philbert liked to drink, so he might have been a little intoxicated. But I would have to be intoxicated, too, to go... Be, like, wandering off? Yes, I don't even... The mission for liquor for him was probably the top priority (laughs) on his list. Yes, so the story goes that his candle blew out, um, and it is completely black down there. Um, at this point, it was impossible for him to escape the darkness of the catacombs. His body was found eleven years eleven years later by a group of cataphiles. Um, they identified him by the hospital key ring hanging from his belt, and he was buried in the catacombs in the exact place where he died, with a tombstone describing his death. Cataphiles and catacomb folklore tellers say that each November 3rd, Philbert's ghost haunts the labyrinth of the catacombs. That gave me chills. Um, that background noise is my brother, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not Philbert. That's yeah. my brother. <laughs> He's entertaining the baby. Yes. Oh, my God. That, like, gave me chills. Yes. So. 11 years. Could you just imagine being a trapped soul and you're just trying to, like, be like, find me. Someone find me. Like, I just wanted a beer man or meat back then. I don't know. I I don't know. (laughs) I'm sure they had wine during the French Revolution. Whiskey, bourbon. (laughs) I don't know. Something back there. Um, yeah. Sorry, Philbert. Um, I don't want to ruin it, but I did read on Reddit one of the writers did say that maybe Philbert was made up when the catacombs opened as a tourist attraction. Well, let's hope for Philbert's sake that that's, that his story is not true. Because that's really sad. 11 years. And you know, you think like, who would look for him? If you disappeared and I didn't see you for like four days, I'd be like, um, (laughs) where's Bailey? And I want to know why there's like an access to the catacombs. Through like finding liquor. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he knows where the liquor is if he likes to drink. I don't know. We debunked it. Yes. Philbert's not real. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Damn you tourist attractions. <laughs> Catch us in. Give yeah. me chills for nothing. Yes. <laughs> um, so I left the scariest for last. This one is true. So this is called the missing man footage. 
and you can watch it and it's terrifying i will watch it tomorrow in the day yes okay um i work at a hospital too (laughs) and i have a flickering light by my desk so maybe i'll watch it on my lunch break yes it is it is it was in a documentary so it better be true (laughs) (laughs) so this by far is one of the creepiest paris catacomb legends so buckled in in the early 1990s, a group of cataphiles were walking through the dark chambers of the cemetery. They happened upon a video camera on the ground. To their surprise, the camera still had footage on it. I think I've heard this story before. So the group watched the footage, and there was really disturbing things on that day. Um, so it became apparent the video was of a man, kind of like Blair Witch style, um, He was holding the camera. It was apparent he was lost. He had no idea where he was. The video starts with him kind of like walking through the catacomb. Mm -hmm. He's looking, he's zooming in on bones, you know, like documenting things. Um, He he appeared to be alone. Suddenly, you can hear him breathing. Got spooked. There is disturbing noises in the background and he is running through these catacombs. Not looking where he's going, he is running. Um, it is clear that, you know, something is going on, and it ends, he drops the camera, which is his only source of light, into a puddle, and the film continues rolling, and he is never found again. Oh no. So, the cataphiles that have found this tape do not know who the man is, and they do not know if he ever got out of those... Oh no. Um, this is what a lot of people believe the As Above So Below movie was based on. Um, obviously like that was like a group going down there, but He broke the number one rule. Don't go alone. Oh no. Yes. So there are some brave souls out there to be like, you know what? I've heard many stories about this and I'm just gonna go by myself. Like, what? I don't know. That seems dumb. Like Right, like partner up. Even like, if, <laughs> yeah, even if, like, you weren't scared at all, like, you could be so brave. You don't want to chance that. No, like, what are you gonna, you know? It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna go in there by myself, go real deep in there, yes. and then just, like, come out alive. And that is, they knew he was really deep in there, because on the videotape, there was no graffiti on the, on the walls. On the walls. So they know he was. He was in there. Yeah. Oh my god. So then like that story of you saying like the walls talk to make you go mm-hmm. deeper in, like that goes to show that maybe mm-hmm. it is true. Well, and in the video if you listen to it, there are some creepy sounds. Ooh. Like it's it's pretty terrifying. I don't know like the sounds are probably cuz I feel like it would just be a huge echo system down there. Yeah. Like through tunnels and like mm-hmm. if something collapsed, like I'm sure You'd five be able miles to hear away it. would sound, you know, yeah. creepy. Oh, just down there. Like your mind's probably making noises for your head. Yeah. Um but yeah, in that video you can literally watch him go mad. And of course you're panicking, you're in the dark trying to figure out where you are, what's yeah. going on. You lose your only light and he left the camera there. He didn't even take it. Yeah, so he was running, dropped the camera, and I guess he just kept running. He was a younger gentleman, right? It didn't show his face. It didn't show his face? Yeah, because they could never discover who he was or... Oh my goodness. If he ever got out of there, because they looked at the 
videotape, right? Probably looked around, didn't think Trying anything of it. Trying to see. So if you're in Paris and you want to go to these catacombs, don't go by yourself. And maybe just go to the tourist attraction. Yeah, don't go past the graffiti. <laughs> yeah. If you are brave enough to go, mm-hmm. I wish you luck. Yes. Uh, buddy system. Bring some snacks. <laughs> Make sure you do like a Hansel and Gretel and leave crumbs on the floor. Yeah, so I'm sure there's probably rats down there. Do some stretches. Maybe just like tie a rope to your waist. And don't go separate. Put like an air tag on you. I don't know. Yeah, just identify who you are. <laughs> yeah. If you are ever found. Keep your hospital keychain on you. Don't pull a filbert. Yeah. <laughs> don't go down there drunk. <laughs> oh my gosh, that one's scary. That last one, I think I remember seeing it and I was like, where the hell is this? And I think I, yeah, I remember. It looks, saying, it looks like a movie. It's too scary. I, yeah, oh, I would never, ever go into the catacombs. Like, I wouldn't either. I'd be too scared. Well, I'm a scaredy cat for, mm-hmm. ev- like, for everything. But yeah. for you not to go, definitely I won't go. <laughs> it's, yeah. Well, it's just, like, I have a huge fear of getting lost. And I think we talked about it last time. Like, I'm terrified of space. And I'm terrified of, the, like, getting lost on the ocean. Mm-hmm. And the same thing goes for catacombs. Like, they yeah. all fall into the same category of... It's like- yeah. Being lost, dying alone, and knowing you're not going to be found. That's yeah. like the, um, in Japan, mm-hmm. they have that. The forest. The forest. Yes. And there, because it's so misty, you can get lost in there. Mm-hmm. And there's been, like, there was a movie created, but, like, I'm, there's been a lot of movies created it in, mm-hmm. like, Japan. But, like, there was an English version of it. And it's just crazy because people, when they go in there, like people who are, they say if you are the, uh, weak-minded not to go in there because then the spirits play with you and then you end up, you know, you know, taking your life. Yeah. But it's the same thing. Like you can get lost in there if you're mm-hmm. not in a buddy system. Like you're, like the mind is so powerful. It can just like mess you up, yeah. especially if in a, in a state of panic. Oh, well, it's horrible because like I've read stories about it and people keep, um, like colored flag tape Mm -hmm. so they mark that like the forest is covered in this tape because Mm -hmm. people tape it off go into the forest and then hopefully change their mind taking their own life and they can find their way out yeah um but it is like so eerie the footage because you know what that tape is yeah you find tents out there and ugh. It is not a place... I don't understand how people go there as, like, a tourist attraction. Me neither. I don't know what... I think it's kind of like the catacombs. It's like, why go somewhere where there's 7 million people Mm -hmm. buried in, like, a horrific way of how they were laid to rest? Yeah. Like, they were literally moved from a pit into these, like, catacombs. It's awful. I don't know. They have no interest in it. No, and I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, they're, like, so old. Yeah. You know, whatever. Those are those are people who are, are have no fear. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And then there's us. We're like, bitch, don't go in there. Like, I know. Well, like, <laughs> you're going to get lost. Yeah. Well, I think I asked you this last time, too. It's like, would you be more scared of, like, a new ghost or an old ghost? Old ghost? Mm-hmm. Because a new ghost, like... They don't know how to ghost yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, watch me with... Watch me in it. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then the old ghost is like, hear ye, hear ye. I yeah. am here to scare the shit out of you. Well, yeah, because, like, I watched a meme, and it was like, how come all these ghosts are wearing, like, old Victorian stuff? Like, yes. where's, where's my, like, tube top mini shorts ghost? Like, yes. <laughs> it's like, 
Like, Where's my thin eyebrow ladies at? Like, yeah. yeah or it's, like vanilla ice looking ghost. Yes. Just like, yeah. It's so, so maybe like you need some time to be like as a ghost. Like you just have to like, possibly hang around for a bit and then you get promoted to like ghost. <laughs> You ferment. Yeah. <laughs> in, in your ghost juices. Exactly. Into like a scary ghost. And it always seems like it's always in the most scariest, like in the scariest places. Mm-hmm. Like I see like obviously, you know, because we watch TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I see these videos of that girl that you said that where she thought she saw a ghost in the curtain. Yeah. And, and there was one video like, this stuff, like, really freaks me out. Just And this is probably why I don't like seeing it by myself. Mm-hmm. But there was this one video of this girl who lived in this apartment. It was somewhere in Europe. So it wasn't, like, a ghost. Like, they were saying it was a demon because it was, like, a black figure. And this girl, she was living in an apartment by herself. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, she, like, her, like her lights were flickering mm-hmm. in the bathroom or in the, in the kitchen. Things were flying off, and she would go over there and she's like, what is happening? And literally when she, like, turns her camera towards, like, the entryway into her kitchen, there's this, like, back black figure that, like, sticks its head out and, like, comes back. I'm like, I would have left. I would have gone. Bye-bye. But, like, you know, when we talk about these ghosts, like, we will be talking about ghosts. Like, a lot of some Mm -hmm. of these spooky stories, some of them are you know, like the old century yeah. kind of ghosts. You don't hear anything about like the newest. I am a firm believer that when bad shit happens, it like scars the earth where it happened. I think like that's why, you know, scary shit happens in scary places. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, I think pe- like spirits are attracted to that. Yeah. I think, you know, the negative energy, I think that is... Maybe not. Maybe it's not ghosts, but there's definitely like something. There's got to be some kind of vibes yeah. or something that's marked that spot. Oh yeah. Because you you know the second that you walk into. Oh yeah, you get that uneasy feeling. Mm-hmm. You get the like chills. You mm-hmm. feel like someone's watching you. I think we have really good senses of that. Yeah. Like my one cousin, mm-hmm. she feels like something's wrong in a room. I believe her because yeah. every time she would tell me, I just don't feel right about it. Literally within an hour, mm-hmm. give it top, not even less than that. Something happens. Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, no, we're definitely going to believe you yeah. now. <laughs> I feel it when I'm alone. I think it's just because I don't like being alone. Yeah. But I don't feel it. And I think because I've blocked myself from opening that, mm-hmm. I don't feel it. But Sean will feel it. Um, my aunt's. Like, I have a lot of family members who are very intuitive mm-hmm. and who have experienced things and they can sense when something's off. Yeah. And me, I'm, like, so stubborn that I don't want to think about it that I'm like, nope, nope, yeah. it's the wind. I don't know. I just want to see a ghost. And, like, <laughs> I feel like once I see um, it, I'm just going to throw you into the <laughs> scary room by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wait for you by the car. Yeah. <laughs> Sage before you come in. like <laughs> Yeah, but if I get taken by a ghost, you have to come in and get me, so... Yes, I will. I'll put my big girl pants on and I'll come in there. Holy me. water. <laughs> Sage everywhere around. Yeah. Get away from her! Oh my God. Girl, if you get dragged by your feet into a room... <sighs> well, see, one thing I'll never do is, like, stick my arm into, like, a hole or something. Oh my God. <laughs> I will throw you. I will tackle you to the floor if I ever see you. Like, oh, look at this, like, black hole. Like, oh, look at the mailbox. Let me reach my hand inside. 
Let's see if I can feel anything. No. The one irrational fear I have from scary movies is looking through an eye hole. No, I don't even know what movie it was, but I'm scared someone's going to stab me in the eye. Oh, my God. I don't know what movie I watched or, like, what, but I will not look through an eye hole. Will not, because I am so scared that, like, a tiny sword is going to come through and... Oh, my God. Just stab you right in your eye. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Well, it's a good thing my front door doesn't have one. Yes. That is why we have door cameras now. I'm like, I have a big window in my own thing, so... Cameras everywhere. Yeah. No tiny swords. Um, oh my god i didn't know that it is a horrible fear i have like it is so irrational but like at hotels stand like as far away from stick your phone there yeah (laughs) and like put it on and then you can see it yes but yeah that that is my irrational fear so you will never see me look through an eye hole (laughs) so So, okay so i'll tackle the the eye holes for the doors okay i'll tackle the small spaces yes you tackle everything else I will tackle the, like, ghost confrontation and, like... If we're ever in a place and you decide to be like, hi, my name is Bailey, you better believe I'm going to put duct tape on your mouth. No, we got to get proof. No. If any ghosts are in this room, like... Oh, girl. You know... Um, don't talk to Cassie. Talk to me, please. <laughs> it's like, oh, what? Let's yeah. talk to Cassie. Yeah. Get, like, someone brush my hair. Yeah. And be like, bitch, that's yeah. a baby. <laughs> that baby. Wrong person, wrong person. <laughs> but, okay, but for, like, the first few haunted places we go to, yes. I may require Sean. That's okay. Because I told you, he's my security blanket. That's, you, he can piggyback you through the haunted house. <laughs> I'll be like, I'll be holding the microphone. I'll be like, Cassie, how do you feel right now? <laughs> Scared shitless. Yeah. Um, Sean has really good intuition too. Oh, so. So he like he definitely if something doesn't feel right or if he's like, oh, like what the hell? Mm-hmm. I it like puts me on attention and I'm like, what? Who? <laughs> Where? Yeah. What did you just say? Like it yeah. freaks me out. Oh. Uh. See if he says something's not right. I'm like, okay, we're going the right direction. Okay, good. Let's talk to him. Yeah. I'd be like, bitch. Get the Ouija board out. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'll meet you in the car. Yeah. Sean, don't touch it. <laughs> I will go get some candles, some black ones. Give me some white ones so I can put them around me. <laughs> you do the black ones. I do the white ones. Picture of Jesus. I'll just be like Santa Maria. Yeah. <laughs> No yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> Just Lord, take me. I'll be like, come, come to me, ghost. <laughs> this bitch is crazy. Yeah. I feel like those movies that my brother watches. I know. This white bitch is crazy. I know. Your mom won't let me back in her house, probably. <laughs> no, she'll be like, uh, Bailey will take uh, the baby and Manuel. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. <laughs> Get away from my son. Go back to your house. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much. They've been saved by Jesus. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's scary. You're crazy. I feel like I have to do it. Like, Well, I'm going to put buy you a GoPro. <laughs> and... <laughs> I just want a helmet. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna buddy system you. You know, like do the, the rope. I'll yeah. f- I'll feed the rope to you while you explore the house. I'll be outside. If oh I start running, God. you'll feel it. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> <"Bye-bye."> it's 
end up being like, this is the end, where I'm like tugging on the rope. I'm like, pull me back in, pull me back in. I got it, I, I got it. I dropped the rope. <laughs> oh my god. I'd save you. You would, yeah. I'd be scared. And I'd probably, like, do it in a fast motion. So if I, like, dislocate your arm, I am very sorry in advance. It's okay. I mean, getting possessed or, you know. Oh, my God, don't even say that. <laughs> I'm going to need one of my aunts. So my one aunt, mm-hmm. she does, like, blessings and stuff. Yeah. I'm going to have to have her and my grandma waiting for us outside. <laughs> That's how I meet your grandma. That's like, how you're going to meet my grandma after yeah. two years. Yeah. Or two years, right? Yeah. Yeah, after two years. You're going to tell you to meet my grandma. <laughs> She'd be like, this white girl? I know. This? Oh, my God. It'll have to be a secret. I'll be disowned from your family. <laughs> They'd be like, remember, Bailey, this one time I uh, I did an exorcism on you? Yeah. Thanks so much. Nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. saved your life. <laughs> yes. I think as long as you're strong-minded and you go in there thinking, like, I'm not getting possessed, you can't get possessed. Do you feel that way about the catacombs? I don't think I would get possessed in the catacombs. I think I would get tricked. Just, I would get, mm-hmm. I would be the person that would get sucked into the walls. Would be like, hey, come this way. <laughs> <laughs> we got Taco Bell over here. <laughs> Taco Bell, Starbucks, come this way. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, <laughs> like, I mean, I ran out of trail mix like four minutes ago, so <laughs> it is lunchtime. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this way. And then I would end up in hell and You'd no one would see that, that red candle. Yep, there would be like some guy with a black robe on. Oh my god, all your fears in one. Yeah, I would be the Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> we'll grind her up. Yeah. <laughs> Put her on a tortilla. <laughs> Where's the hot sauce? <laughs> yeah. Supreme Crunch Wrap Bailey. <laughs> Taco Bell, but (laughs) it would be horrible. That would be awful. Yes. I could just, I could just imagine like my butt getting stuck in some stupid hole and. Do you think my brother would save you? He would try, but. (laughs) After the third attempt by Bailey, I gotta go. Yeah. (laughs) I got three kids at home, gotta go. I don't know. And then like weird thoughts would come to me, like someone would like take my shoes off and tickle my toes or something. (laughs) I don't know. Or like, (laughs) I don't know what would be worse, someone coming at you from the front or from the back. (laughs) (laughs) What an experience to have. I don't know what I would, what would, what would you, if you were stuck and, you know, you could see forward, but your back was stuck on the other side of a wall. Oh my God. Like, would you rather like see the ghost come at you or like definitely not from behind no because then you wouldn't be able to see what it is and then you're like panicking like what the hell is that Mm -hmm. if I were to see it forward I think it would definitely motivate me to be like get the hell out of this hole like get out of here (laughs) like girl you gotta survive yes um so definitely not from behind because then like I would be all sorts of panic. Yeah. Like, more panic than I would having a ghost coming at me. But if it was coming from behind me, I think I would definitely, like, panic more. Yeah. 
Maybe and then I would, like, hurt myself a lot more if I didn't see what it was there. I can hear my baby crying. Yes, I know. <laughs> this was an awesome first episode. Yes, I'm super excited. Thanks so much for listening. <gasps> Thank you. Subscribe. And, yes. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Yes, please subscribe. <laughs> we want to do this more. Yes. And uh, we'll record next week. Thank and you. if you have comments, please be nice. Yes. It's our first go about. We will get better. I mean, you can be mean, whatever. But well, I'll cry for a little bit, but... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'll just, like, send you a thumbs up. Oh, no, she's crying. <gasps> okay, thanks bye. so much. Bye! Thanks for listening to... Coffee Spooks and Murder. Don't forget to check us out on our Instagram. At Coffee Spooks and Murder. Our Twitter. At CSM underscore podcast. And we want to hear from you, too. Send us your tales and suggestions to our email at... Coffee Spooks and Murder at gmail.com. Till, Till next time. time. Bye! bye.